0: Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times, and locations, visit ElevationChurch.com.au. Today's our anointing service. It's a special day. Today where we pray for every person in the room. We pray for God to uh, anoint us, to bless our year. We pray for God's Holy Spirit to be with us. And so uh, if you're here today, I hope you've come expectant to receive something this morning. Uh, not necessarily to receive something from me, but to receive something from God. I want to encourage you as you come to church, yeah sure we can receive something from people, but the most important thing is to receive something from God, right? And so this morning we're going to receive from the Holy Spirit today for our church and our families. And, and I don't know about you, but I really need God in my life. 2024. I really need God in my life uh, this week, next month, this whole year. I need His power, His anointing, His provision, His wisdom, His direction. Uh, I need His anointing. And that's what today's about. It's about us come before God and say, Hey God, we want to come before you at the start of our year. We want to say, Hey, Holy Spirit, we surrender. We submit our lives to you. Do in us what you want to do. We want more of you, Holy Spirit. We want more of you anew. And so at the end of my preach today, we'll do that. We'll pray for everyone and uh, we'll have some people up on team here praying for us. But today I want to share a message with us. It's called, The Anointing Makes a Difference. Turn to someone today and say, I'm glad I'm in church. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We've come for your anointing. We want to experience the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I pray that we would meet with you today, that we would encounter you, that your power, God, would fall upon our lives. God, not just now, but during the week as we go out into to live our day-to-day lives. That Lord, you are guiding us and directing us, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' my name, everyone said amen if you've got your Bibles would you turn with me this morning to one Samuel 16:13 we're going to get straight into it if you don't the words will be behind me it says this 1 Samuel 16:13 So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers and from that day on the Spirit of the Lord came upon sorry came powerfully upon David Samuel then went out So if you don't know the story uh, what's happening here Samuel is a prophet. Prophet was kind of a big deal in the Old Testament. A prophet was a, a person, most more often than not likely, a, a, more often than not was a man who was called by God, who was anointed by God to hear a word from God and then to deliver it to a people, a person, a nation. And oftentimes, that they would bring a, a, a word of encouragement. Sometimes they'd bring a word to let you know that things are going bad and you need to come back to God, they would often anoint people as well to make them as kings, perform a miracle, all those types of things. And so God calls the prophet Samuel and says, it's time for a new king. There is a current king in place. His name is King Saul, but it's time to appoint a new king. And so Samuel goes to the house of Jesse under the direction of God to anoint a new king. And the Bible records that Jesse brings out his seven sons before Samuel and every time Samuel, one of the sons comes before Samuel, God says to Samuel, this is not the one. He is not the one that I want you to appoint, there is another and so this continues on for seven times and then finally there's no sons left and Samuel says, is there anyone else? And Jesse, that the father remembers his, his son David, and 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 you know, imagine having seven brothers, and they're all remembered, and you're not remembered, right? Like like, like kids' life was tough. Now and his life was tough back then as well. And so David, he he's out in the in the in the fields, taking care of the sheep. A shepherd boy and he's he's brought in before Samuel and as it comes before Samuel God says to him this is the one anoint him as the king and it sees there that he pours the anointing all over him and anoints him in the presence of his brothers and from that point on, David's life is never the same. He is set in a new trajectory to the call of God upon his life and the Spirit of the Lord comes upon him powerfully in a mighty way uh, from that day onwards. See, the anointing makes a difference. It makes a difference. See, it made a difference between a boy practicing his slingshot alone in a field and a hero taking down a giant. It made a difference between someone leading a flock of sheep and a king ruling over a nation, the anointing makes a difference. And I will let you know today, it makes a difference in our lives too. It makes a difference in our families, in our church as well. See, there is a difference between a church and an anointed church. Come on, we'd be praying that this is an anointed church in 2024. There's a difference between a marriage and an anointed marriage. There's a difference between a business and an anointed business. There's a difference between a government, a school, a home, and ones that are anointed. And we need to realize today, church, that the anointing is no longer just for a king or a prophet or a pastor. The anointing is for everyone. That's you and I, that's the person sitting next to you, in front of you. It's for every believer. In Acts 2.17, it says this, And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Come on, is there anyone today that wants to see God pour out His Spirit in these days? At Pentecost, this is what happened. The Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the disciples in the upper room and they went out and preached the good news. And it says that 3,000 were added to their numbers that day. The anointing makes a difference. Today I want to let you know it's the anointing of God that will make a difference in your life. It's the Holy Spirit's presence in your life that will make a difference in your life. What is the anointing? The anointing is God's Spirit upon someone to complete a task. And in Luke 4.18, Jesus in the synagogue, reading from the scroll of Isaiah, says this, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news To the poor, He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And that passage is Jesus uh, uh, reading from Isaiah. And then as it goes on a little bit further, he, he hands the scroll back and he says, Today this prophecy has been fulfilled in your midst. And so Jesus comes and he fulfills that prophecy. But I believe that we too can lay claim to that task as well. See, as Christians, we too have been tasked to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ and His salvation, as Christians, as believers, we have been given the anointing to go into environments and places and declare God's freedom from oppression and sickness, and to bring uh, a freedom in people's lives. Uh, we, we we are called to set the to bring sight to the blind. We are called to proclaim God's favor upon the earth. We have been anointed. I want to share with you today three types of anointing God can pour into your life. And these are not uh, 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 the only types of anointing, but these are the three that we're going to be looking at today. And we're going to be praying these over every single person this morning. Number one, if you're taking notes, we need the saturating anointing. Can You turn to someone today and say, this is a great preach this morning. Psalm 133 verse 2 says so this, it is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. Only a few of us have beards here today, so women, you're exempt from this one. Um, but anyway, in the Old Testament, Moses, after he's led the children of Israel out of slavery, and um, I think Lee mentioned it this morning, uh, he anoints a priest. His name's Aaron and he anoints him with oil and it goes down his beard and it flows down the edge of his garments over all of his clothes and and, and all the way down to his feet. He's drenched in the anointing. He is saturated in the oil, the anointing of God. And we have a need today for a drenching, saturating anointing. I don't want just a little bit of God's anointing for my life. I want to be saturated with the anointing of God upon my life. See, I want all that He has for me. I need my eyes anointed. I need my mouth anointed. I need my hands anointed. I need my feet anointed so that wherever I walk, whatever I see, whatever I hear, whatever I speak, that God's anointing would be upon my life and you need it too in your life. See, we're in a fight against our flesh. We're in a fight against the devil and his plans. We're in a fight against the world and its systems that push back against God and his desires for our life. We're we're in a fight and we need a big anointing. We need the saturating anointing of God in our lives. And today we're going to ask God, God, saturate us in your anointing oil. That's number one. Number two, we need a fresh anointing. Psalms 92 verse 10, I have been anointed with fresh oil, been anointed with fresh oil. Have you ever had bread in your pantry and you've tried to keep it in there a little bit longer than you normally would to try to prolong the life? And then when you go and open it up, you discover it's all stale or moldy. Or it's gone old. Has, has anyone ever done that? Like, In our house, Gab doesn't do that. She's very good at like getting the new bread. But I'm like, I'll try and like push it out for as long as I can. See, the bread goes stale, right? It goes old. We too can become stale in the anointing of God on our lives, especially if we're trying to hold on to an anointing that was from a very long time ago. See, I hear lots of Christians talking about the good old days. I hear lots of talking about how it used to be, how church was better back then. Well, of course, that's true if you're still living in an old anointing, but today we're not. We're called to live in a fresh anointing. See, we're called to say, God, our, our best days are still ahead of us, Lord Jesus, because we believe in you. We're thankful, God, for our past, but we believe for your fresh anointing for the best days ahead. We've got to have fresh anointing from God. So this morning, my question is, is church just a routine now? Has it become a chore to, to pray? Is praise and worship on a Sunday something to endure before the preach or, or more likely before the coffee after the service? Is, is reading our Bible a bore? And, and today it could be. It could be we're authentic here at Elevation Church. Maybe for you it is like that. But when the power of the Holy Spirit brings His fresh anointing upon our lives, our prayer, our praise and worship, our reading of the Word, our talking to other believers, there is something that changes in the atmosphere. There is a quickening, a fresh anointing. Makes the difference to your prayer, to your reading of the Bible, to your praise and worship. Makes a difference in your spirit, your house and in your life today we're going to pray for that fresh anointing for God to be upon us and then thirdly the anoint- we need an anointing of wisdom and favor 1 John 2 20 but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things In moments of decision, in moments of having to make a choice, the anointing brings God's wisdom on what is the right thing to do. And there are hundreds of decisions that we need to make on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis that require the anointing of the Holy One to help us to make the right choice. See, if you're raising kids today, you need the anointing of God and His wisdom on how you're going to raise those kids and how you're going to set a godly example for them. If you're married today, you need the anointing of, of wisdom on how to deal, not, with, not for God to deal with the other person, but for God to deal with you. For God's anointing to deal with you, to change your life, to change you, and then God works on them and they change themselves. You need the anointing for your marriage to flourish in your home. You need the anointing of wisdom to determine the environment you're going to set, the atmosphere. Is it going to be a place that it, of joy and and God's blessing, or is it going to be a place of fear or or worry or a place of of sternness? No, it's going to be a place where God. God's wisdom is the anointing of wisdom in Psalm 5:12. Surely, your Lord, you bless the righteous, you surround them with your favor as with a shield. God's anointing brings his favor. Does anyone want God's favor today? The favor of God upon your life, his favor is like a shield around your life. It's an interesting analogy that is made by the psalmist here because this a shield, as far as I'm aware, and I have never done this myself, but a shield is used in battle. Am I right? A shield is used for the fight, for warfare. That's its purpose. And today, we can find favor. We can find God's anointing when we are in the battle that we face, when we are doing warfare in life. God is with us. He's surrounding us with His favor. No weapon formed against us shall prosper God's favor can be upon us in the hard times and the valley times the fighting moments of life today we're going to ask God to anoint us with his wisdom and with his favor and as I start to finish the anointing makes the difference would you say it with me the anointing makes the difference come on how about we say it like we mean it the anointing makes the difference nothing can take the place of God's anointing you can't fake it. You can't conjure it. I mean, we, we, we try. We can try in our own lives to, to conjure God's anointing. We, we, we can try in our churches to, 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 to fake the anointing of God, but you can't. You can't make it. You can't manufacture it. And, and, and here's the thing. We live in a time of substitutes, of fakes, of counterfeits. For every expensive name brand, there's a fake substitute. And so if I was to take a trip uh, over the last two weeks and I went to Bali... And then I, I, I come to church on a Sunday morning to preach and I, and I, and I rocked up and I'm in my Louis Vuitton tracksuit. Is it like, what is it with expensive brands? You can wear a tracksuit, but you can't wear your Kmart tracksuit. What's up with that? But if I'm up here with my Louis Vuitton tracksuit and I got my Louis Vuitton man bag and I got my Louis Vuitton watch... And i got my Louis Vuitton uh, sneakers. And I've got my Louis Vuitton, I don't know, aftershave. And I'm all Louis Vuitton out. and I've just come back from Bali. You would be thinking to yourself, Ooh, I'm not sure about this. I think bro's wearing a lot of fake merchandise at the moment. I don't think he's really a Louis Vuitton kind of guy. Like, I don't think he's got enough zeros in his bank account for that, right? And we're pretty good at de- detecting fake, right? We're pretty good at detecting fake, and yet, so often, we think in our own lives that our talent. Our abilities, our, our intelligence, hard work, our charming personality can substitute for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We think that those things that we have inside of us, our own effort, can substitute for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, but we're wrong. Nothing can take the place of God's anointing. There's no substitute. There's no fake merch. There is no counterfeit. We need the real Holy Spirit's anointing. We need His power on our life, not man's attempted man-made substitutes and when we're anointed it shows in our lives acts ten thirty-eight: god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil for god was with him when we're anointed we go about doing the good that god has called us to do in the lives of people around us when we're anointed God opens doors for us in our lives. When we're anointed, the anointing is on us and the anointing makes things happen that we could never make happen in our own lives. And I want to encourage you today, if you need something to happen in your life and you're striving and pushing in your own strength, I want to say to you today, call upon God and His anointing. His anointing will make the difference in your life. Press into God's anointing today. In 2024, this week, press in. Marriages, press in together for God's anointing. Families, gather your children. Press into God's anointing. If you're single today, press into God's anointing in 2024. Seek His saturating anointing. Continually asking for His fresh anointing. Receive His anointing of wisdom and favour. God's anointing makes all the difference in our lives. And today we're going to shortly go into our anointing service and I'm going to have the team come up and sing and we're going to pray for people and I'll explain what we're going to do shortly. But before I do that, I want every eye closed and every head bowed. And today as you're here, I'm talking about the anointing of God. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit and receiving God's anointing today. We're all going to receive the anointing of God. There's a step that you need to do before you can receive the Holy Spirit's anointing. You need to receive the salvation of Jesus. That's the first step you got to do. Before you can receive the anointing of God and His blessing, you have to, and His favor and His wisdom, and the fresh anointing, the saturating anointing, you have to receive Jesus' salvation. And today, if you're in this place, and there's never been a moment in your life where you've said, Jesus, I receive you and your salvation. That passage where Jesus talks from Isaiah says, I've come to bring good news. The good news is this, church, we are headed on a path of destruction far from God we're headed into an eternity in a place called hell God saw this and he comes as the person of Jesus he says I will bring salvation to mankind and the sins that we have done done everything that doesn't measure up to God's goodness the sins that we have done and all of us have sinned fallen short of the glory of God meant that we should go to an eternity in hell but Jesus came and He lived a perfect life for us. And He goes in our place and receives the wrath of God on the cross. He dies for us, but He rises again three days later. And He offers His salvation to all of mankind. He offers His gift of salvation to you this morning and on the live stream and in the po- and on the podcast. He offers His free gift of salvation and this morning if you want to receive that today I want to give you that opportunity all eyes are closed every head is bowed right now I want to say if you would like to receive Jesus can you do something for me can you can you lift up your hand say Bronson I want, to, I want to know Jesus I want to receive Jesus this morning I want to see he, receive his gift of salvation to pray a prayer and if you want to invite Jesus into your life pray this prayer with me. I'm going to ask all of us to pray. Dear Jesus thank you you came and died for my sins and rose again for my new life I ask you to come into my life I receive your gift of salvation I choose to follow you In your name, Jesus. Amen. God, if people have prayed that prayer for the first time, here in the room online, if if people have prayed that prayer coming back to you after being away for a long time, I pray right now the anointing, the anointing of the Holy Spirit resting on them, coming upon them, imparting into them. God, the power, your power coming into their lives. Transform them, change them, Make them into your image. Make them like your son Jesus.